Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Afternoon Drive. Goodman Mason. Watch us, MileHighSports.com. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mason Denver at Eric Goodman if you're looking for wholesale on the public. Go to RMFP.com. In the meantime, gorgeous weather this weekend. Maybe you had a chance to go outside and play golf, but who knows if there's going to be great weather over the next couple of weeks. March and April tend to be snowy parts of the season here in Denver. So if you love to play golf, highly recommend you go to Optimum Golf in Park Hill or the Rhino neighborhoods. They're going to help you keep your game ready for the season. And now is definitely the time to get your custom fit, custom built clubs, get some lessons from their award-winning pros. Kyle teaches my daughter. He does a fantastic job. And also you can check out their virtual bays as well. You can play courses from all over the world. So much fun going out there. Been out there many times. And in the second hour of the show, we're giving away a hundred bucks. You can use that for one lesson with Kyle, or you can have two hours in one of their virtual bays. Second hour of the show, we're giving away a hundred bucks. Book your tea time today at theoptimumgolf.com. In the meantime, Mace is not going to be in studio all week because Mace, you are down what at the breakers in Florida where the owners are slumming it this week, right? Yeah, they're slumming it at this little shack by the Atlantic Ocean, uh, which is actually a, a way of saying it's a it's a palace on the water where uh, literally there there have been media availabilities conducted within about twenty or twenty five yards of the Atlantic Ocean, which is a gorgeous turquoise down here resplendent you go you you can it's clear you can see to the bottom it's just yeah yeah they're they're are you staying there though are you staying no oh no why not why not because i don't have uh i don't have the the budget for fifteen hundred dollars a night that's that's why so where are you staying yeah the shady inn no i'm at a courtyard (laughs) (laughs) They they stick all uh, the the uh, the NFL uh, their their media hotels. One's a regular Marriott. One's a courtyard. I'm at a courtyard. There you, you go. Know, it, it'll it it's fine. Hey, it, it's fine. It's fine. And the the right. key thing for me is does the internet work? Because I'm actually sitting in the hotel in the hotel room right now working doing just the show. Fine. Working just yeah. fine. By the way, when I walked in the door today, I said to all the guys here, Danny, Alex, and Nolan, I have a story for you. That is one of the best stories I've ever heard. And Danny looked at me and said, that's a pretty high bar. I said, trust me, I will cross it. Whatever, how high that bar is, I'm about to cross it. You ready okay. for this story? Yeah. Mandy uh, orders her groceries online from King Supers. King Supers is owned by Kroger. She gets a text earlier today saying, thank you for your order, but we are out of raspberries. And she thought, I didn't order anything. So she calls Kroger. And apparently, somebody hacked into the Kroger system, stole Uh her identity, ordered $110 worth of groceries to have them delivered to their house. Let me repeat that. 
They gave their home address to have the groceries delivered. I have said for many, many years that quite possibly the laziest form of criminality is a drive-by shooting. You're just too lazy to get out of the car. In this case, you gave your home address where I'm sure the authorities are probably on their way. That's kind of like robbing a bank, bringing three duffel bags. You get to the bank and you realize you needed a fourth duffel bag. They fill the three up for you and you say to the teller, here's my home address. Can you loan me a duffel bag and send it to my house? (laughs) I'd like to know if they actually did, uh, did go, did, Go get the the apprehend the people. That's what I'd want to know. They're going I mean, to. They have the address. They are. Well, they, they left their address yeah. and their phone number because they re-signed up as her. They left their email and their phone number. Oh, so were you able to find out their address and phone number? Well, the, call them. the authority. Well, I don't know if I want Mandy involved in this. The authorities will take care of it. But there is truly a special kind of stupid in this world. And those people have just joined the club. Time now for the lead. The lead is presented by Smokin' Dave's Barbecue and Brew, Colorado's best barbecue since 2007. Get some tonight in Denver, Longmont, Lyons, and Estes Park. So, Mace, you were not only busy today, but yesterday as well. Uh, George Payne and Nathaniel Hackett spoke to the media yesterday and today. Yesterday, Payton said his team had uh, talked with agents, the agents for Melvin Gordon and Kareem Jackson, and that the door was still open for them to return. We have. We've spoken with both their agents, and it's ongoing, and, and we'd love to bring everyone back, but it, we just can't do it. But we're still talking with those two really good players. Okay, with that, uh, Hackett, as I said, talked yesterday, spoke this morning. He was asked about the running back situation. I think a lot of people would like to see Javante Williams be the bell cow guy, but not so fast. Yeah, no, that's a great question. I think that um, with any running back, you always want to have more than uh, as many as you can. You want a big stable. Um, you want to have a guy that uh, you can feed and make sure he gets a lot, but he's still a young player and he's still learning. And uh, you want to be sure that you got splinted as much as you can. I think uh, last year we had a great, actually a lot of the places that I've been, there's always been kind of two guys because you always want to try to split the load as much as you can. Um, but at the same time, he's a great player, so we're going to have to continually get it. But we'll just have to see how the whole thing goes. You like that? You want the carries to be split, or you want to see Javante get the ball, I don't know, 225 times? I mean, that's running back one territory, right? I mean, that's yep. that that's the thing. Now, 275, you're the bell cow, for sure. 275, you're the bell cow, but yep. I mean, the, the, the kind of the interesting thing about that is, you know, he uh, he mentioned some past uh, past offenses, well, I recall Leonard Fournette being a bell cow back for him back in 2017 with the uh, Jaguars, right? Right. Yep. So. Well, maybe they didn't have another guy. I'm looking it up right now. How was it for the Packers last year? Right? Yeah. What, what, what happened with the Packers organization? I'm looking this up actually right now to see what their situation was. And as I get into their uh, stats from last year, Aaron Jones, you know, he, he was he was certainly the primary back for that team. Uh, Aaron Jones carried the ball 171 times. A.J. Dillon, 187. Mm-hmm. So it was split. Maybe it's just a question question of 
do you have a guy worthy of getting equal number of carries? I'm not so sure Mike Boone is that guy. Melvin right, Gordon is. Right, because like the Jaguars, that I, the Jaguars that I mentioned in 2017, it was Leonard Fournette, 268, and the next closest was Chris Ivory, 112. Right. And that, that, that was a that was a primary running back situation. Right. And and maybe the, maybe what this says is that as much as they like Javante Williams, maybe they're not sure if he is a bell cow back. Well, just yet. well, if they were, if they were definitely not sure Melvin Gordon would have been re-signed. I think they're going to wait until the draft before they do anything with Melvin Gordon. I don't think there's any reason to sign him now. Do you? Well, I think that they're sure that Javante Williams is a productive back, but you can always find a, a, a running back too in the draft. And I do think that's what you were referring. That's you know, it's it's probably fine to wait. And certainly, the the way the market has gone, the Broncos were justified in waiting because Melvin Gordon is, and you know, Melvin Gordon at this point is going into his eighth season on, in, in the NFL. For running, for most running backs, that's territory they don't get to. He still uh, doesn't turn 30 until next year. In fact, he turns 29 next month, so he's not on the other side of 30. But if you're if you're a running back going into your eighth season, as he will be, eighth season is pretty ancient for running backs nowadays. Yeah, but he hasn't shown any signs of slowing down. 44, 44 is ancient for a quarterback, but Tom, Tom Brady did fine. Slowing down. I, I wasn't saying that he, yeah. he wasn't looking good. Right. He does. Right. But there are a lot of teams that don't base their decision strictly on, oh, he looks good right now. They base it on, well, he's going to be 29 years old. Yeah, he's already he's already got just under 1,500 career carries overall, uh, just uh, just under under um. 1800, 1800 career touches and they say you know let's get a let's get a guy who's younger and cheap and cheaper at this point and not roll the dice well sign him to a one-year deal and you're going to get a more productive back than probably anybody that you draft wouldn't you think probably but if what, what if they're only saying okay we want a number two we, we don't want a number one we want someone who is a relief back what and that's again right. well that's it's just it, it depends how you it depends how you define how you define how you define bell cow back i mean you mentioned in in 2020 the packers had or 2021 that the packers had extreme balance in terms of rushing attempts between their top two backs but then a year earlier aaron jones in the 2020 season had 201 attempts 248 total touches. Jamal Williams had 119 attempts, 150 total touches. So basically there was about, you know, th- there was a significant difference between the two of them. And maybe that's more along the lines of what they're looking for. I'm not convinced that Mike Boone can be that guy, but can you find that type of running back in the fourth round? Absolutely. You can. I'll tell you what's interesting. You look at Melvin Gordon's numbers and Javante Williams numbers from last year, nearly identical, but here's the caveat. Melvin Gordon played in one less game. They both had exactly 203 carries. Uh, Melvin Gordon had 15 total more yards at 918. They both averaged exactly 4.5 yards per carry. But Melvin Gordon had eight touchdowns. Javante Williams had four. Yards per game, almost identical. Fumbles, almost identical. 
So if you were just reading the stat sheet, you would say, why not bring back Melvin Gordon? You can make the case he's just as good, if not better. But those who of us who watch the Broncos know how good Javante Williams is on the initial tackle, and then he breaks it. The one thing and that the Melvin thing Gordon brings, the one big thing that Melvin Gordon brings is vision. His vision is outstanding. Javante Williams isn't there yet. May, she's but still... the other thing also, last year, it was, I'm still with you, yeah. Yeah, no, no, you've been breaking up. That's why I'm asking. Oh, yeah, I've been with you the whole time. Um, that being said, Javante Williams did have 15 more catches than Melvin Gordon. Uh, so he was more he was more active in the passing game than Melvin Gordon. That that actually was a, was a difference uh, between between the two of them last year. Right. All right. Coming up after the break, the Broncos' schedule has not been released. However, we could have a clue where they might be playing one game for this upcoming season. We'll tell you where it is next. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Oh, Dan, you are all over producing this show. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive, Goodman, Mason. Watch us, mylifesports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, not retail, but wholesale for your next project, whether it's a deck or a fence, don't spend too much money. Go to rmfp.com. Time now for the buzz. The buzz is presented by Mighty Plumbing and Heating. Why does Mighty Plumbing and Heating have over 600 five-star reviews? No one has better service, and they will meet or beat any written offer. Go to mightyph.com. Okay, so the Broncos are going to be playing the Jacksonville Jaguars this season. As you may or may not know, Jacksonville plays in London for at least one of their home games every year. And the Broncos, especially outgoing team president Joe Ellis, he is lobbying hard for it. I know Coach Hackett and George would be open to the possibility of playing in London or Munich. Uh, There's some games in London this year. I'd love to see us. You know, we... We play the Jaguars. We'll see if that, that, that becomes a possibility. I don't know right now for sure. Uh, but I've expressed interest on behalf of the team, and Coach Hackett is bullish on it. Um, George is bullish on it. Russell Wilson is bullish on it. So we're lobbying as hard as we can. I know Coach Hackett and George. What do you think, Mace? Uh, he just told me he's going to be reconnecting, so that hopefully is him now. Okay. Uh, Mace, you there right now? Well, maybe instead of staying at the courtyard by Marriott, he should have stayed at the Marriott. Uh, Anyway, uh, I think there are positives and negatives to playing in London. I talked to a former player today, and I asked him, what do you think about playing in London? And he said to me, it's a trip that I would actually like to take. A lot of guys have not gone to London in the past. Mace, I think I hear you in the background. You there now? Yeah, I'm here. I'm, I'm back. You might have to go to the Breakers. Or you might have to go to the other Marriott. I'm kidding. Kind of. 
Yeah. Do I? I mean, I don't know. It's weird. I can hear you, but right. sometimes it sounds a little fuzzy. Do I still sound fuzzy? No, you, you sound great. What are your okay. overall thoughts about the Broncos potentially playing in London? I think uh, I know kind of from Joe's perspective, there's still a, a lingering a wound over the fact that when they went to London back in 2010, they didn't just lose, but that was also the weekend where they left the camera running in the stands and videotaped the 49ers walkthrough. So there's the stench of cheating over the whole, over the whole time there. I think for a long time, he has felt personally like, like they did not give the, the fans over there a proper a, a proper show, a proper week, and that he wants to kind of atone for that. I think on some level for him, he's disappointed that he won't get to be a part of it because the team is going to be sold by the time it, it happens. But uh, there's been a very strong desire for the Broncos to go to London uh, for for a while to get another shot there. And, and now – so many teams have made the trip and it's just it's dare I say kind of a routine part of being in the NFL that it's not something that is proven to screw anyone up logistically it's not a distraction in fact uh, in, in fact you can actually do the whole thing in just a little bit longer than a normal weekend I mean and you don't have to have a bye week before or a bye week after it's just it's just a part of it so I don't think it's I don't think it's that big a deal logistically and I think they also, uh, they also want to show their fans over in, in Britain something better than they did the last time. So I think it'd be a good thing for the Broncos to go. I don't have a problem with them going. I mean, you could take the bye week after. I think that has happened in the past. Uh, jet lag is probably a little bit of a challenge. But then again, Jacksonville is going to be facing the same exact thing. Yeah. So, so it's and- going to be a, a level pay- playing field when it comes to that. I just, you know, going to London sounds great, right? Sounds great, but it's not like, are they going to have time to go sightseeing or is it all business? Because I would think it would be all business. It's not going to be, they're going to, they're going to be going, uh, you know, on on a double decker bus and touring the city and going to Harrods and doing a little shopping. I mean, it depends entirely on, on the week. Now, what some West coast teams have done is that if they got the London game, they have asked to play on the East coast the week before to have a shorter flight there and maybe even then just do their training over the cor- over the course of a week. And that's sort of what Joe Ellis kind of refers to when he talks about kind of being like another training camp that brings a team together. So it's entirely possible that uh, as he pitches that, that maybe he says, okay, um, could we have the Ravens game or um, th- I'm trying to think, well, the Jaguar actually – I'm trying to think of another 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 Eastern game on the Broncos on the Broncos schedule. Um, I mean, the Titans is in the Central Time Zone, so I think they'd probably it would probably just add, they'd probably just say, "Can we have the Ravens game in Baltimore be the week before, and then just fly from Baltimore onto London, train over there for the week?" And if they're over there for the week, they will have a day off, and so they would have time to go see you know go see Big Ben and go shopping at Harrods and catch up play in the West end or, or whatever you're going to do, whatever you'd be doing. Well, you can, you can soccer. Game. Well, listen, you could always play a game in Carolina too, because they, they are going right. to be traveling. Yeah. I forgot to, about that. One, right. Yeah. They're so playing in Carolina. Good. They're playing in Baltimore. Two possibilities. So, yeah. I mean, it's too bad. The jets game isn't in, you know, New York this time, this time around the jets are going to be coming here. Uh, is that a, is that a game? Do you think Broncos fans would want to go to? Oh yeah. Heck yeah. 
Absolutely. I think uh, if if you have a choice of a of a road trip, I mean, right now on the schedule, if you have a choice of a road trip, you're probably you're probably saying L.A. Even though L.A. is on the schedule every year because of the Chargers, but there are two L.A. games. And those are the Chargers and the Rams. They have both those games this year. You're saying either either L.A. or Nashville for the Titans game. I think if London popped on the schedule, that would be the game that a lot of people would want to go to. All things being all things being equal, cost not being an issue. I mean, that's that's something. But that is something, though, and it's worth considering. This there are enough games outside of the country. There's a good chance London may pop up again at some point however with the broncos marketing rights being in mexico right it is probably more likely that they go to mexico rather city not this year but in a future year rather than london every team's going to be going overseas at least once every four years the way that the schedule is uh, starting to break and given their plans for international play so it might be it might be seven or eight years before they get back to, to london so i'd say probably if if it pops on the schedule this year, the Jaguars game gets moved. If you, if you want to take a trip, that's probably the best chance to do it. I'm wondering if uh, Josh McDaniels wants to play in London. I mean, he knows where to hook everything up. Oh, boy. Well, they, they, they're not in the same stadium anymore. They play the games over at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. He would find a way, I'm sure. I'm sure. By the way, did you get an up-close view of Josh McDaniels today? Uh, no, because I was, uh, I wasn't on that side of the room. That was like Josh McDaniels was a few podiums over from Nathaniel Hackett. From well, the from, press what conference. I, from what I understand, he wasn't hard to miss. He looks like a totally different guy. Yeah. He, he, he looks like, uh, he, he, he looks like he has a much more comfortable build than he does. It happens sometimes. Comfortable build. What, what's that code for? You can come out and it, say it. It means it looks like he's gained a little bit of weight in the last dozen years. He has lost some belt loops. He he certainly swallowed he has certainly swallowed a lot of aggression. I'm just wondering how many pizzas he has swallowed as well. Oh, boom, gosh. boom. That, hey. you, 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 he you looks stole, awful. You, you stole that from John Candy and Stripes, man. Did I? I swallowed a lot of aggression along with a lot of pizzas. Oh, when they're sitting around and they're telling this and they're t- they're telling the stories in the barracks right right, right after they fight yeah. for basic training and. uh and Kenny talks about how he signed up for the army oh, that's right. because it's a way to get in shape. It's a it's a weight loss program for him. Right, right. And that's why I swallowed a lot of aggression along with a lot of pizza. <laughs> right. Pizzas, huh? And then they got to the uh, the big toe, Sergeant Hulka, yes. who is our big toe. We're gonna go uh, a little off topic with sports because we're gonna talk about the main story in the United States today, maybe worldwide. People in Australia got to see the whole thing. People in Japan got to see the whole thing. What am I talking about? Last night's Oscars. What do you think? And here's what's sad, Mace. It feels like a political discussion where once again, the country seems to be a little divided on who they support. Is it Will Smith? Is it Chris Rock? That's next the reason that you had to care, the traffic is stuck, and you're not moving anywhere, you thought you found a friend.
Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman Mason. Watch us. MyLifeSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed. At Mace Denver, at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to rmfp.com. In the meantime, I'd be remiss if I didn't give a shout out to the Denver Pioneers advancing to the Frozen Four. Mace, I think you can make an argument, and I understand they're a college team, and I understand they don't get the same publicity as the Broncos, but they just might be the most successful team in Denver historically. Of course they are. I don't think there's any. I don't think there's any argument uh, re- regarding that. I mean, you just you just go, you go down the list of of national championships. Uh, they've they've literally won eight national championships, and I know that five of them were in a cluster in the fifties and sixties. But they've won three times in the last in the last twenty years. They've been to the Frozen Four in total eighteen times. I mean, in college hockey, they are like a Duke they're or Duke. North Carolina. They're Duke. They're Duke. Why do you say they're Duke? Oh, because I'm just Carolina. playing with you. I'm just playing with you. We'll yeah. talk more about that later yeah. on in the show. Time now for What's Trending. What's Trending. Presented by Silterhar Mazda. Get to Silterhar in Broomfield for a no-pressure buying experience at Silterhar Mazda. Or find them at sthmazda.com. Okay, every Monday on the show, we do the Rocky Mountain Forest product shout-out question to our friends Ty, Calcade, and Evan from the Just Us Guys podcast. want to go back to last night, not sports-related. As most of you know, Will Smith slapped Chris Rock on national television that was broadcast worldwide at the Oscars when Rock made a joke about Smith's wife, Jada Pinkett Smith, who is suffering from alopecia, which is hair loss, for those of you that don't know. Smith actually laughed at Rock's joke, looked at his wife's reaction in which she wasn't pleased, and then puffed out his chest, walked onto the stage, slapped Rock in the face, and then after he sat down, Smith yelled out more than a few times, take my wife's name out of your effing mouth. It feels like with reading Twitter today, people are kind of divided over this, like everything. Should people really be divided over this? I mean, if they want to talk about that, fine. That That's fine. I mean, it's just it, dis- discussing whether he's right or, or not. Some say that he was de- defending his, his wife's honor. Others say others say that uh, he, he went over the line. I mean, but that's just I feel like I feel like this. This is yet another example. And hey, I mean, you know, we do a radio show, discuss things. But I mean, this is just like people are just arguing for the sake of arguing about this. Okay. Uh, Who was right in your mind? Not right. Uh, let me I rephrase that, it. Do you yeah, have I a problem with what Will Smith did? I think they're both wrong. Okay. Yep. I think the, I think the joke was in bad taste, and I think uh, I think if Will, if Will had to do it over again, he would not have slapped them. And you, I think that's. Uh, I mean, again, it was. It was. I would all. I would say that. Uh, it's it, it's it stinks and it, it it may require swallowing one's pride, but physical harm is, or the threat of physical harm is is over the line. We assaulted so somebody. I, I think they're both wrong. I think they're both yeah. I think they're both wrong. First of all, I would like to ask Chris Rock. Did you know she was suffering from this? Because if you see somebody in the audience who happens to be bald and you know they are a cancer survivor, you don't make a joke about that. If Rock did not know, 
then I don't have a problem with what he said. He just didn't know. He complete ignorance if he's being truthful. As far as what Will Smith did, totally unacceptable. You're promoting violence. It's wrong. And there are other ways to defend your wife. And oh, by the way, I'm going to take a cheap shot here. If you're going to have an open marriage like he is, don't claim to defend your wife when you're okay with another man sleeping with your wife. Guys, what do you think? Any well, merit the thing, to that? The, I think it's their choice. It's their relationship. That's how they do it. I don't, and and they and they're still together as a married couple. So I, I can't impugn uh, the what I would say are the 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 harmless decisions of uh, ration of of rational adults. How would you have handled it if it was Amy, your wife? And I that happened. I, pro- I wouldn't have slapped him. I would have yelled at him from the audience. I, Yes. And you know what's funny? That's exactly what I would have done. I would I would have yelled I would have yelled at him. I, I would not I would not have cro- let it cross the line to like physical assault. I would have I would have yelled yelled at him. In that case, if he had just said, Take take my wife's name out of your mouth, I think that would have I think that would have been enough. And I think and that would and that would have that would have rattled everybody anyway. Actually I would have taken it a step further. Yeah. And I would have said, I I understand that you're a comedian, but do you really think it's funny making fun of somebody with a disease? Because that's not funny to me. Now, take your wife's name out of your effing mouth. I would have explained it to everyone. Or I think most people felt he was the odds on favorite to win the Oscar. And oh, by the way, I happened to see a video on Twitter today where actually Will Smith slapped somebody else. This guy has some serious anger issues. Maybe Richard Williams should be playing Will Smith in the life story of Will Smith. Does Richard Williams have uh, anger issues? Like yeah, that? yeah, yeah. It was pretty well portrayed in the movie, but we all kind of knew that to begin with. He loves his family, but sometimes he goes over the top. Mm-hmm. He's, he's very aggressive. Did you see the movie? No, I have not. Oh, well, I knew about Richard Williams beforehand. A I mean, very, I knew too. I, I very I aggressive. Were, I didn't know it crossed the line toward toward being toward physical harm like that. No, I'm saying f- I knew. I, I, I knew he was really. I knew he. I mean, he he is he was hard on his on his. Kids. No, I didn't no, say he, that he hit his kids. Okay. I said verbally, okay. he could probably come off as being abusive. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, and that's all I'm saying. Here, here's the, the the bigger social issue with this, though. Is it now open season on comedians when they go to comedy clubs? That if you don't like something that somebody said or you're offended, because a lot of times comedians will take shots at people in the audience. Mm -hmm. It might give people carte blanche to think, hey, if Will Smith on worldwide television can go up and smack around Chris Rock, why can't I if I don't like something somebody says? Yeah, and that's crossing the line from heckling. Yeah, and you're right. People may people may do that. They shouldn't. Again, it, it, when it crosses the line of physical to physical assault, I mean, it is a, it's it uh, like it or not. Even even if what they said was repugnant, if it crossed the line of physical assault, it's still a crime. I mean, there are certain things that you don't joke about. You don't joke about the Holocaust. You don't joke about 9/11. You don't joke about people with cancer. Or any other disease. Again, I don't know if Chris Rock actually knew that. 
If he did, kind of shame on him. But I don't know if he knows or he knew. And I'm sure at some point he will be asked. And if his answer is yes, shame on him. But at the end of the day, Will Smith handled it incorrectly at best. Incorrectly at best. But again, I saw I saw a video of him slapping somebody else. And that's just his way of communicating, I suppose. The, the Academy, by the way, is meeting about this. And I don't know if you know, they actually have the right to take away that Oscar. Did you know that? Yeah, but uh, I'm pretty sure that they haven't taken away an Oscar from Roman Polanski, and so I don't think who you know was you know having ha- having sex with underage girls, and so I don't think they're that they ought to do that. If they're if they don't do that, and he literally fled the country instead of face charges. I agree. Then if they took the Oscar away from Will Smith because of that, I'd be like, whoa, 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 hold on here. What did you think? You of, got- did you did you watch his speech when he accepted the award? Yeah, I mean, the speech told me that it wasn't, it, and and it made it clear that it wasn't, and it wasn't a put on, it wasn't a routine, and no, because there, because people until that speech, the debate on social media wasn't was it right or was it wrong? It was was that staged or was it real? Oh. When he gave that speech, everybody realized, and, and you know, appeared to certainly express. Uh, well, maybe not dr- directly referring to that, but seemed to express a lot of regret about what he did. Yeah. Um, that's when you're like, oh God, that was real. That was a that was a real and a visceral emotional reaction. It was very funny. I th- I think I saw on Twitter before the start of the Academy Awards, uh, there was a picture of when Ellen hosted and she took that selfie, and the caption read on Twitter, "Will this remain the most iconic moment in Oscar history?" Well, four hours later, it's just been topped. Yeah. Memorable. And of course, and I don't want to say even, iconic, memorable. Well, it's funny because even that uh, kind of has its issue because you look you look in that photo and you see Kevin Spacey and what we learned about Kevin Ish, Spacey right. after that, you know? By the way, the, I think there's some history there, too. I don't know if you know, back in 2016, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Will Smith's wife was very upset that Will Smith was not nominated for Best Actor in the movie Concussion. She boycotted the Academy Awards, along with Will Smith. And Chris Rock happened to be the host that year. And he went after both of them for about a minute and a half. Wow. Yep. So there was some history going into that as well. What do we have coming up on Mountain High Appliance, just in case you missed it? The Nuggets taking on a very hot Charlotte Hornets team, but uh, even though they've had a lot of recent success, they're still a bit down in the standings as the Eastern Conference very competitive this season. We'll talk about Nuggets Hornets next right here on Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason on Mile High Sports. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Andrew. 
Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman Mason. Watch us. SmileHighSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. You're looking for wholesale lumber to the public. Go to RMFP.com. In the meantime, I want to tell you about Colorado Off-Road. They have everything you need. All the major accessory brands for your truck, your car, your Jeep, your SUV. And want to bring in the guy who owns Colorado Off-Road, my guy Jerry. He's from Littleton. His business has always been in Littleton. How are you, Jerry? Great. How are you today? I am great. It seems like the weather is turning, so people are going to be thinking about going camping and towing things, like maybe their boat and what kind of things you have for them. Well, you know, everybody's, or they're even looking at new boats. They're trying to get new trailers. So you really need to look at what you're going to need. Um, Hitch, ball mount, balls. Any of that, how about a brake controller? Maybe your vehicle is not set up yet and you need to get set up for one place that can do all that and have it ready for you. Have a fifth wheel, we can put in a fifth wheel hitch for you. Have a gooseneck trailer, we can put in a gooseneck trailer um, ball set up for you. So we have them all. You come to one place, you can get everything that you need to tow your vehicles this year. Where are we at on supply chains with all of the parts that people are going to want from Colorado Off-Road? Well, it really depends on what you're looking for. Of course, if it has electronics, um, you know, it's a little tough to get because, you know, they have chips or anything like that. But, you know, hitches haven't been a problem because they don't require anything electronic, don't require a chip, so you're really good there. Um, getting that stuff in ball mounts, balls, is easy stuff to make for most manufacturers, so they have that, all that readily available if we don't have that stuff here. You know, the other thing people need to think about is load control. You know, we, we all want to pack everything we can, all the the wife stuff and all our stuff and all our recreational toys. And then you've got all the kids' toys. So you may want to look at load control, something like airbags or sumo springs or super springs, something to control that load when you're towing. Now, I would never recommend anybody buy something from a national chain over a local shop like yours. But if you went to a chain for the sake of argument, you shouldn't, but let's say you did, I'm sure they're going to be more than happy to install all that stuff, right? Um, you know, they'll look, they may not be able to get it all. Right. They may not have a technician that knows what they're talking about or somebody who cares. Right. So, and that's what you offer. And by the way, uh, I'm guessing when you go to a big box store, they're thrilled to sell you something aftermarket, right? Uh, yeah, they don't know. (laughs) Right. So you guys offer everything. You can get people what they need, right? You can install it aftermarket if that's what they want you are one-stop shopping for everything where do people find you how do they how do they get a hold of you uh several ways to get a hold of us we're three blocks south of downtown historic littleton on south prince street of course they can always call us on the phone 303-761-1264 or they can always go to our brand new website at cooffroad.com oh you got a new website we do. Uh, is it as slick as you? Uh, yeah, hopefully it's more. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, thanks for your time, pal. Have a great day. Okay, take care. See you, man. Time now for the final word. The final word. 
is presented by the McKenzie Law Firm. Don't wait before it's too late. Protect your family by setting up a will, living will, or estate plan with Dan McKenzie at themckenziefirm.com. Just in case you missed it. Presented by Mountain High Appliance, Colorado's favorite appliance store for 25 years in Louisville, Colorado Springs, and now open in their new store in Littleton. Go to mountainhighappliance.com. Just in case you missed it, the Denver Nuggets coming off of a win against Oklahoma City on Saturday. Tonight, they will be taking on the Charlotte Hornets out on the East Coast, 5 o'clock p.m. Mountain Time. The Hornets are on night two of a back-to-back Last night, they beat Brooklyn, and they beat the Jazz on Friday. They have won seven of their last eight games. This is a hot team. It's a young team. They are, however, eighth in the Eastern Conference, a crowded and competitive Eastern Conference. So, do you think that the Nuggets will play up to this level of competition against a team that's playing hot? They have no Jermichael Green tonight, but the Charlotte Hornets have been one of the uh, better teams this year with a very young roster. One of the better teams this year, like you said, a, long, a young roster that's not uh, a young star in, in LaMelo Ball. Uh, it, it's, a, it's, a t- it's a tough matchup uh, for the Nuggets. Now, that being said, uh, there's, there's not a lot that Charlotte can probably do to improve their position or at least get out of the four-team play-in, playoff in the in the Eastern Conference because they sit three and a half games back of the uh, the sixth place Raptors. So you kind of wonder you kind of wonder if with not much they can do, knowing they're going to be in that playoff, uh, do they kind of uh, maybe start mentally getting ready for that that play that fourteen playoff? Whereas the Nuggets, they're sitting there. It's a game and a half between them and the Timberwolves. They've got a lot to play for in this game and the rest of the season. I think the Nuggets will win tonight. They're the better team, and they need to treat every game like a playoff game so they don't lose that game and a half lead against Minnesota. And oh, by the way, the Jazz have lost four in a row, so not as hot as they used to be. And they could take over the fifth spot. They have a chance to take over the fifth spot with games to go and quite possibly the fourth spot. They're only two games behind the Mavericks. And the Mavericks have slowed down a little bit as well. They have. Now, last 10, Mavs are 6-4, and four, Nuggets are 5-5. Five and five. So uh, they're kind of, they're, they're kind of in, in, in a similar spot, kind of you know, doing okay. But um, right now, but the Jazz have lost four the last, of the last six. The Nuggets have picked up a game on them uh, in the last 10. And if they pick up another game on them, they're, they're you know, they, they can get the five seed. And wouldn't, and how would you feel about Nuggets, Mavs in round one? Because that's likely what would happen if the Jazz keep faltering. Well, when you look at matchups, I don't want to say that I, I would rather have Steph Curry, but Andre Iguodala is supposed to play tonight. Draymond Green, you know, mm-hmm. they're, they're a championship level team. Because yeah. they have a lot of guys who have won a title, I take my chance against a team that has not advanced as far. So I would rather play Dallas. Okay. Just in case you missed it, this year's Hard Knocks will star the Detroit Lions. Is this uh, an unappealing team for the NFL to have featured in the HBO series? I don't think there's anything oh. appealing about the Detroit Lions. Not even Dan Campbell. I suppose. 
you know, maybe like Bill O'Brien was appealing because he was such a hothead. I'm not saying Dan Campbell is, but there are no real players that you're really like, wow, I really want to hear what they have to say. Well, you got Jared Goff the last time he was on Hard Knocks. Sounded like uh, an idiot. He sounded like an idiot. For the first time. Yeah, he didn't know what direction the sun set. So I'm, I'm curious just to see if he has figured that out at some point in his career that the sun does set in the West. Well, that'd be fascinating to see if he has learned anything. You'd think living yeah. in California, that would start to start to hit home. Right. That it sets in the West. Uh, right. You th- you'd think, but it didn't for it didn't for him. And he played, you know, he's a California guy all the way. So, I mean, I, I don't true. know why it, it never occurred. It never occurred to him. But, uh, yeah, this. You know, what the, you this, know what the moral of the story bad. is, Mace? Just what? because you went to Cal doesn't mean you're smart. Yep, that's pretty much every. You know, even even Harvard produces more, some morons. Yeah. All right, that's going to do it for us for Mountain High Appliance. Just in case you missed it, you can walk in any store, try out the appliances before you buy them. Not to mention, their sales staff is a real big hook on why you want to go in there. Because when you're making that type of purchase, you're going to want to have plenty of questions. But you need to talk to people who actually have the answers to get you what you need. You walk into a big box store. I'll be honest, I don't know how qualified those salespeople are. They come and go. You work in Mountain High Appliance. These are people who do this for a living. So you want to work with people who can get you what you need and can answer all of your questions. Mountain High Appliance, you can find them in Louisville, Littleton. You can also find their clearance center in Denver. Coming up after the break, Nathaniel Hackett said something very interesting about Russell Wilson yesterday. What did he say? I was like, wow, this is awesome. So what did he say? That's next. And the music's all right. Mama's got a squeeze, but daddy never sleeps at night. 